0: But uh, our, our dogs, and we love so much, and I have often said dogs are, are, are our best friends. Our dogs are, are like the Israelis in the border towns of Hamas land, are threatened at any time, but they held hostages and tortured like mad. I'm so sorry. I'm so, yep. so sorry. And welcome
1: to the world, according to Ben Stein, and for people that are uh ben and i were discussing before the show that my dog got bit at the dog park a couple hours ago and it is a terrible feeling right by his eye thank god it wasn't his eye and um uh there you are for some reason i can't see the stream uh so hold on a second
0: i'm so sorry i mean it's just a dogs are our best friends and it's, it's a heart as my wife would say it's a heart rendering situation and dogs really what would we do without our dogs we have very little in life besides our dogs
1: especially now especially with all that's going going on my dog has been my uh saving grace at night and um so listen it's they it, it, sent the pictures to the vet and uh they said just put the big cone on and i know we all hate putting the big cone on but uh it's for the best and on that note, I want to welcome everybody to the world. According to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein, I want to welcome the Rumblers, the Ranthers, the Truthers. I want to welcome everybody out there. And uh, to all the new people that, uh, that are constantly listening to the show, we're a non-linear show. We, go, we jump from different issue to different issue to different thought. And I think that's what makes it more fun and more human and more realistic to people. Uh, and I thank everybody for all the support because we don't advertise and we uh, do quite well so on that note welcome to the world according to ben stein that is ben stein icon iconoclast it's our saturday night special and
0: we uh, feel very yeah. bad dog was attacked while behaving perfectly innocently at a dog park and uh i as a longtime dog owner and fans dog fancier and my wife same thing uh know that terrible terrible feeling of when your dog is in jeopardy, you just know what, don't know what the vet's going to come to you with next about the dog's health.
1: No, it's you're 100% true. So, I'm going to bring him in on Tuesday and uh, we shall see. God bless. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm obviously not going to sleep a lot tonight, but uh, we shall see. And Ben, I, I we're going to do an abridged version tonight. Everybody's a little tired, and as I discussed with you before the show, we've been in a malaise in a sense. Uh, I don't think we we, much of
0: a malaise, I don't so think you be in right now
1: and not and it, you shouldn't be a Jew right now and not be in a malaise since October 7th. Yes. And, uh, yes. 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 And yes, it's horrible, extremely difficult. Horrible, horrible and horrible. add that on to the, obviously the horrific year you've had. And it's, uh, it's beyond words. And, uh, I, I wanted to ask you a question because as I love, I love history through you and I called the show tonight. Um, uh, when the world victims shamed the victims again, and uh, we're seeing a lot of victim shaming going on, Ben. We're seeing uh, uh, how dare you Jews defend yourselves, you victims? It, it, it's uh, have you witnessed than something than like this? No,
0: i I uh I have not. I've never seen anything quite like it, and uh, it's nauseating, but unfortunately, this is the situation that we Jews find ourselves in all too much of the time. And, uh, yes, it's, uh, I have a, well, I, I live part of the, of the week in Malibu, California, and there's a very famous, very, very famous, uh, film person who lives out there who was recently arrested. Well, not that recently within the last couple of years for, uh, starting a fist fight at a bar in Malibu. And when the police came to arrest him, one of the police had a Jewish name and, uh, the person who was arresting, big, big name in the uh, show business. We're all familiar. Oh, yeah. I, okay, well, why don't you say the name?
1: Mel Gibson.
0: Mel Gibson. So you're Jews, you're the ones who start all the wars. And uh, that's just not true. And, and yet we hear it all the time. And I will tell you that my wife was a very close friend of this man. I don't know. I don't think she can. I don't think my wife can butt in on this. But uh, yeah, what where, where, where did somehow the idea come from? That uh, if you're a Jew, you are automatically uh, responsible for crimes against the Jews.
1: I actually like that perfectly. That's actually uh, brilliantly said. And uh, that's actually really brilliantly said. I like that very much. Can you repeat that one more time?
0: Well, what I said is the the idea has spread across the world for centuries that if you are a Jew and there are problems with Jews being attacked by non-Jews, somehow the Jews are responsible and the violence is in, the, uh, by, by the non-Jews towards the Jews is a non, a basically non-competitive, competitive. Asset, non-competitive action, uh, we don't like it at all. We're sick of it. We're sick, sick, sick. Of it. And I go back to Menachem Begin, who, when he was asked many years ago, how do you think Jews should react when they're being attacked and uh, crucified, so to speak? because of actions over which they had no control. And Menachem Begin said, we don't like it. We don't want to be treated that way. We want to be treated the same way say that France or Italy is being treated. And we would like it to be treated like the way any modern Western state is is well-armed
1: to be treated. Except exceptionally said, and for those not familiar, Menachem Begin was the great prime minister from obviously Israel for quite a long time. But before that, he was a tough Jew. And very uh, tough. Very tough. I'm, I'm called by many a terrorist. Yeah. The New York Times, the old, uh the old gray lady. Uh, of course, that was in their obituary of him. So, well, really, that he, that,
0: well, he was called a, a terrorist, no doubt. And I think he did have something to do with the bombing of the King David he did, Hotel. He did. He did. But, yes, he but, did. but uh, it is a sad fact of life that for the entire history of the Jewish people, when bad things happen to Jews. It's the Jews' fault. It's not the Nazis' fault. It's not the Gestapo's fault. It's not the, uh, 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 which I say, it's not the uh, Gestapo's fault. It's always the Jews' fault, and it's a heartbreaking situation. Why it is, I'm not sure.
1: And it's also also an amazing thing that everybody asks uh, of Israel for proportionality. (laughs) I mean, and just so people understand this, Nobody asks, ever asks America for proportionality when we do things and we need to do things and finish up things. And anytime we've ever been proportional, look at the events that transpired, transpired after with our proportionality. Proportionality does not work. And uh, you either eradicate the problem or you don't. And this was a big thing of Mayor Kahana, Ben, the last of the fighting Jews— was was as far as in America goes in that sense with the JDL is if you're going to end this issue, end this issue. And enough. Kamala Harris comes out today and uh is worried about the innocent civilians in 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 that area getting hurt. And uh there are no innocent civilians in that area. Yeah, there might be a few, but I'm sick of this uh, moral equivalence, Ben.
0: Think of it too. I think we're all sick of it. We're all sick of being told. That because we're Jews, we're responsible for being. We, we have to be weak. We're not. We're not really Jews unless we're weak, and it's kind of awful. And now Israel, thanks to Richard Nixon, not thanks to the Democrats, not thanks to Harry Truman, not thanks to FDR, or not Kissinger. thanks. Well, our, well, yes, I'm afraid that's true, and not thanks to Kissinger, thanks to Richard Milhouse Nixon. Israel became a very strong state militarily. And then everyone said, oh, you're too strong militarily. Uh, One of my very best friends from childhood, an incredibly wonderful man, uh, when I asked him right after the uh, terrorism at the beginning of October, what should Israel do? He said, well, Israel's now by far the strongest state militarily in the region, so they should just kill a few of the uh, leading Hamas people and then let the rest of them go in peace. But why? 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 When the Nazis bombed Britain, when they bombed Birmingham, when they bombed London, when they bombed Plymouth, when they bombed every, uh, Manchester, when they bombed every important city in England or in Britain or in Wales, the the, the British did not say, "Oh, okay, we're we're just going to let you go and you go bombing everyone you want from now on." No, they said, "We're going to bomb you back until you learn not to bomb us anymore." now that lesson has been a lot learned and then unlearned and we no longer expect jews to behave with the same kind of restraint that we expect other people to behave with i think i got that wrong actually we expect jews to behave like they were crippled we expect jews to behave like they're weak but they're not weak anymore but the world wants them to act weak and the world is one of the most evil concepts in the world. The world says to the Jews, go get killed, and we'll uh, we'll say a nice poem for you, and maybe it'll appear uh, 90% of the way down the page in the New Yorker magazine. No, the Jews don't want to be pushed around anymore. A very super smart friend of mine from Yale Law School, John W. Kecker, said an incredibly smart thing. Back in 1961 or 69, no, it's not bigger than 69, he said, people don't like being pushed around, and Jews do not like being pushed around. And we learned that Jews don't like being pushed around. And when Israel starts to stand up and stand back and say, okay, you wanna come after us? We're gonna haul out and punch you in the nuts until you pass out. Then you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to do that. You have to be weak in order to be a qualified Jew in the eyes of the world which is really the demons in hell uh, you have to let yourself be punched out in the nuts
1: i got to tell you something ben you are on fire tonight with, i'm on uh, fire with 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 the way you're throwing this down i i am i am I'm drawing in town
0: because I have my wife upstairs, and my wife is the bravest of the Stein family. My wife, I want you to know something: the blood that runs through the Denman family, my wife is a Denman. The blood that runs through my wife, the Denman, fa- and the Denman family, was this: my father's, my father-in-law, Alex, that's my wife. Her father fought against the Nazis almost at the very last day of the war. Actually, after Hitler had already killed himself and the nazis fought and they fought very hard the nazis say what you want about them they were very hard fighting sons of bitches and at the end of the battle when the germans were completely overwhelmed by the americans the head of the german detachment went up to colonel denman who was the leader of the american detachment and spat in his face and colonel denman's boss Said, handed him his pistol and said, "Do whatever you want to this son of a bitch." And Colonel Denman, who was a thoroughgoing Christian, handed him back the gun and said, "He would not do that. He was not going to let himself live and die by the standards of the gun and by the standards of the killers."
1: Well said. And uh, if you just tuned in, you are listening to the world according to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. And uh, I want to welcome you, all, you rumblers and ranters, to Saturday Night special. We're going to do a short show tonight. Uh, we're all a little uh, a short show on my account. My wife is upstairs reading, waiting to pick
0: up the gauntlet. She's not afraid to take on any of you. When my wife and I were at Yale and people would start criticizing Israel, God, my wife would give them unshirted hell. And it didn't matter how rich they were or fancy families that came from. My wife would give them unshirted hell. And that's still the kind of person she is. My wife has balls the size of Bayonne, as the saying goes, and she still will. And the people who believe in morality, people who believe in human decency, will keep doing that no matter what goes on.
1: I like that you used, by the way, I think you got that one from me. I just well, got to say. Yes, I did. Oh, no, without question. The ball stay on. Without, question. Be I, without uh, question. Where I got I that question. from somebody else. I didn't come up with that. But uh, yes, and that's why. And, and and it's amazing, though, Ben, that you're talking about this because people really need to understand when this paradigm shift changed, it changed in the, what, in the mid-70s, uh, when they allowed. And
0: because of Nixon. Uh-huh. Nixon. Nixon and the sons of bitches in the left-wing media called an anti semite Nixon was the best friend the Jewish people have ever had in all human history. The Jewish religion is roughly, 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 7,000 years old. Roughly, not precisely. Nixon was the only head of state who stood up for Israel and said, we are going to stand up for Israel, even though they're the minority, even though they've rebelled against us over and over and over again. We're going to stand up for them. We're not going to let them get killed And, of course, they still were killed quite a lot by the Greeks and the Romans. But we're going to stand up for them and make sure that they do not get pushed around for the rest of all eternity and wiped off the space of the earth. We're not going to let it happen. We're not going to let it happen in Greece. We're not going to let it happen in Bethlehem. We're not going to let it happen in Paraguay. And by the way, Paraguay, wow, that's a weird place. (laughs) We're not going to let it happen anywhere in the world, said Richard Milhouse Nixon. And Richard Milhouse Nixon's mother was a Quaker. And Richard Milhouse Nixon's mother said, Richard, someday the chance will come when you will have an opportunity to do something great for the children of Israel. Don't let that chance pass you by. You have been given a chance to act like a man. You have been given a chance to stand up for the little guy. You can do it, and you will do it. and Richard Nixon never ever was a man to back
1: off when his mother told him to do something and, and of course, uh, he paid the consequences and uh and to answer your yeah, question It's true, for,
0: it's true. absolutely, true. absolutely it, true
1: It really shows you you can never go against the state department and you can never go against the bureaucracy. And to answer your question, Kurt, I think it's really important. Uh, I, I, I I, never get old of this story, just like I never get old of the story about talking about my father being the first observant Jew to work at Time Life. Ben's father, who was a Jew who came from nothing, who uh, went to Williams not College. Not quite nothing.
0: Not quite nothing, but very modest circumstances.
1: Especially when his father lost his job, right? Uh, or am I getting confused with your mother? No, my father, during the Great Depression...
0: Both my father and my mother had, had hard times, but yeah. to my, not, not so much my mother's. They, they led, led not a prosperous, by any means, life, but a decent life. But, but Mr. Nixon suffered a great deal during the Depression. My father's fa- family suffered a great deal during the Depression. They still stood up for what they thought they was right. And my parents, my father's father, my mother's father, all they're all Republicans because they're all prohibitionists. And this was just the way they believed. They, didn't, they were not going to go along with the Democrats and say, sure, drink all you want. Let, ruin, let your life be ruined by alcohol. Sure, let the Democrats tell, tell you that you're selling something other
1: than poison. No, you're selling poison if you're selling alcohol. And, 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 and the reason I brought this up was because Kurt asked a question. The reason I brought the Kissinger thing up is because Kissinger didn't do anything for Israel and uh he did not want to help but uh, to israel to israel, to israel it's not for israel it's very, he did not want to help israel and uh to, the reason i brought up ben's dad is because it's really one of my favorite stories is ben's father for the so-called anti-semite was the only jew that uh, that worked the full length of nixon's term but him and a couple other jews every morning or i, I like saying i like saying the story let me okay, uh, okay. I like saying the story, Ben, because it brings me such joy that your father and a few other guys, very high positions of power, would knock on his door and ask him or beg him to help to help Eretz Israel. And I'm not saying that was the reason why he did. Obviously, he brought up his mother, but he did. And Israel exists solely because of people like that. And we are living in a time where there are no people like that. We're living in a time where we have the vice president of the United States uh, who says today? Who's calling for proportionality? While her stepdaughter is posting pro-Palestinian stuff on on uh, Instagram and raising money for, pal- for, for, for so-called Palestinians. That's that that that's our American government today, fellas. So uh, it, it it a, a quite uh, contrast between then and now. And Ben, it is scary. It is terrifying. It is. The bipolar messaging coming from this regime is something I thought in my wildest dreams I never would have witnessed. As you have brought up, the subversives in the government is something I never would have witnessed. As you said the other night, I was listening to the show, and I usually never do, but I was listening to the show again, and it was great. You were fantastic. Well, you're very kind. Too. Just with your demonic thing about these Nazis, uh, these Nazis of the squad that we have serving. And listen, we got rid of this uh, guy from uh, Queens, uh, Santos. We expelled him, he's done. The least, they can't get rid of the squad? As you said, for votes, for what, Ben? For votes, they will.
0: For the squad who are the dirtiest of the dirty, and that's in my opinion, that other people may like them. But look, Nixon, and people slandered, smeared, called him every kind of name, He stood up for what was morally right. And I said this the other day, and I will say it again. Bob Bartley. Those of you who don't know who Bob Bartley was, you're missing something. He was the editor of the Wall Street Journal editorial page. He was a man of very high moral character. He lived near me in Brooklyn Heights, and he and I would often take the same train to work. And Mr. Nixon and I would sit next to each other talking about the, uh, the war in the Middle East. And Nixon said, uh, we're going to help Israel. We have to help them, not because they're weaker, but because they're morally right, because it is immoral of the United States, the strongest power in the world, to not let the people who are you know, stand in need of our help to help. If we can't do that, we can't do much. And now people must start smearing all over the place. And there's brilliant,
1: swearing. what he said. It yeah. was absolutely
0: brilliant. Yes, the absolutely. Well, Bartley was a brilliant guy. He said that nowadays they say, uh, "Let the Israelis, let the Jews fend for themselves." There were no wars until there were Jews. Well, that's a complete lie. When the, when Israel was founded after the UN resolutions in 47, 48, and 49, the Jews were helpless, helplessly outnumbered, outgunned. But they stood up for themselves because they had guts. They had guts. They had guts. Peter Flanagan, nobody's idea of a Jew. Peter Magnus Flanagan, nobody's idea of a Jew, said what counts in the world is guts. And Mr. Nixon had guts aplenty, and he left him, left him all over the floor.
1: He was the Greatest president there's ever been, and then look what lifetime. they did. And again, and it's 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 uh, it takes. And then look what they did to him. Look, look what, what they, they did him. to him. And and as we're running out of time, we're going to do a short show tonight. What I was referring to, also by the way, was the seventies. Was when the UN allowed that, uh, whatever you want to call him, Arafat to come in there with with a gun, with a with, gun, with, 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 with his sidearm, and that really helped change the narrative. It it it, it was a, a sickening day. In I mean, and Gold order was preaching about this in 61, but it was a sickening day or 71. It was a sickening day. No, 61, probably. It was a sickening day 61, that, 61. that Arafat came into that Arafat came in. I really the reason I'm bringing this up, people, is because I really want you to encourage people out there to really look at this stuff, to really look at when the shift started to happen. So that way you're not just talking talking points. You're actually knowing the, the 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 linear events of uh, the, 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 of of how these things occurred and when they occurred and that it's not some conspiracy or vast sorry Ben yeah, I' going
0: say yeah there is a conspiracy it's against the Jews it's always been against the Jews and Goldwater whose family were Jewish at least part of them were Jewish they were called all kinds of horrible names and we're told they're anti-Semites and sons of bitches, but they were not afraid to tell the truth, which is the U.N. is a subversive organization wrecking the whole world order. And we might as well get them out of the U.S. and get the U.N. out of them. And why, why we haven't done that, I don't know. Why the U.N. has not become a, a lightning rod for decency instead of for uh, evil, I have never understood why are we
1: Putting the bill? For, putting the
0: bill, for, right? Paying—that's right. Paying for it by far the largest section of the bill. Why are we doing this? Why do we let the world push us into being the, the stepchildren of the most evil scum in the world? Why? Why are we doing this? And because hundreds and hundreds of states in South America and in us uh, and in uh, Israeli, in Israeli countries, sorry, Arab countries. Why, why, why do we let the world push us around? Why do we do that? You, you raise. I mean, we're we're the strongest country in the world, by far the richest country in the world. Why are we
1: letting these other dipshit countries push us around? <laughs> I love that. Uh, I just absolutely love that. And uh, the last thing I want to bring up before we cut this night short a little bit is uh, there are a lot of people that don't know things and you you can't blame them people for not knowing things sometimes because they've been uh they read different media sources or uh the main, the mainstream media has d- done such a good job for covering for certain people. And I'm talking about really intelligent people and and the point of shows and why we try to give you information is because so you, like I said you could show them the information. So when we talk about Soros, we're talking about actual facts. We're not talking about uh, some crazy stuff you might read online. We're talking about the guy that uh, actually has funded the BDS movement, Okay, where, where, where he has spent millions upon millions to fund the BDS movement and obviously prosecutors across the country, which is not illegal. But when you're a Jew that funds the BDS movement— and doesn't believe in Israel and has really tried to break countries Maybe in the bible doesn't believe in anything it's got zero he believes in one thing money and ca- in chaos he believes in chaos ben and uh so when he lost, elon musk called him that in Dershowitz, and we all came to his defense it's important people know what to argue when they're talking about soros you don't have to go to the crazy stuff just go to the stuff that's there in front of your in front of your eyes the fact that he tried to break the British pound, the, the fact that he's banned in France for insider trading. The fa- there, there, there's so many things you don't need to go on the crazy train route. And um so there you are, Saturday Night Special of the World According to Batman, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. I want to thank you, Rumblers. I want to thank you, Ranthers. I want to thank everybody out there. Truthers, and... truthers, 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 I love that. Yes, truthers. And to everybody that's new that's listening we'll be here Tuesday night and uh just just uh find the facts and and and, and look in you keep on keeping on and uh yes on that note I wish my dog I want to bless his eye so uh, I pray uh my dog is okay uh he's like my child and I pray that everybody out there is okay and if you're not okay right now, say it out loud and call somebody. And if you know somebody that's not okay, reach out to those people because there are a lot of people right now that are not okay. They're feeling unsafe. They're feeling threatened by what's going on in our country. And they see no forms of help coming along the way. And it's a very-
0: There's nobody else to help except America. There's nobody else But I'm saying in America-
1: There's one
0: moral- White in the whole world—that's America used to be. And
1: I'm talking about what's so referring, so I'm referring to what's going on in the college campuses that kids uh, can't, that uh. kids can't walk. And what happened to the days of water cannons? You, you're not. You You know what? You're not allowed to just have three thousand people protesting on a street. You could get rid of these people and put them in jail. And yeah, there might be no cash bail, but at least they'll have to face the consequences for a little bit of for a few seconds of time. Um, and, yes, I am very angry about that. And I want to thank Ben again for everything he's done for our country. And, again, his new book is there, The Peacemaker. Write your reviews on Amazon. It's an incredible book about an incredible man. And I just want to give people hope out there. A lot of people look at certain things about Hollywood, and I understand that it's it's there are a lot of people behind the scenes that are really trying to do good work to get, this, to get messaging out. There are a lot of people that you'd be shocked by that are trying to do it. So don't give up on, on, on people yet. There really are people that are trying to help. They just always don't want the light shine on them, but they are trying to do it. And Ben has been doing it for the better part of 60 years. And that is a truly amazing thing. And uh, God bless you all. God bless America and God bless Israel. We will see everybody on Tuesday night.
0: God bless America, land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her with a light with light from the night up above. Stand beside her and guide her to the night with the light from above. This incredibly great country, we cannot allow the little dinky shits on college campuses to extinguish the lights of greatness of this wonderful America. These little turds on the college campuses, we cannot allow them to push
1: around the greatness of America.
0: That's insane. We cannot allow that.
1: Brilliant way to end. God bless you all. God bless America. God bless Israel. We'll see everybody on Tuesday night.